0: It'll be fun. Okay. So I think this is recording so okay so let's do this so how are you today christine i'm great i'm great it's so good to see
1: you lynn i'm just i'm so
0: tickled and so happy that you asked me to do this oh i'm so happy you said yes so before we dive into your professional background i just want to say who you are to me so you know i'm i'm always really inspired with your blogs with your videos because you you know you do so much like um you know, you're not only just one of my mentors, but I'm so happy that you're also one of my friends. Um, So the the reason behind this interview blog is, um, sorry, this interview blog is because um, I really want to talk about this wonderful group that you've just created for uh, women everywhere around the world. Um, But before we do that, can you please introduce yourself?
1: Uh, I sure will. And Lynn, thank you so much for saying such sweet things. And I too am just so honored that we're friends. Hold on one second. I knew my (laughs) husband was going to come in, so I just want to let him. (laughs) Okay. So I I too am just really honored. And we met through our mutual training with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. And it was honestly... Yeah, it was one of the most, like, transformational experiences, both in my life and my business, and I know, be, because we've talked, that you feel the same way, and um, it's just taken just my level of connection with other people to just completely off the charts. Like, I, I just feel so much more equipped to... Connect in a real way with people after taking that training. And you were one of the people that I really feel the most fortunate to have connected through, like my, you know, as mutual sisters. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Halfway around the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's
1: so funny because. Uh, you know, I feel. I feel when I first took that course, I felt so alone here in Los Angeles, <laughs> and I really thought, like, okay, there's nobody else. And slowly but surely, there's more and more. There's still not another beautiful you life coach in Los Angeles, but there are slowly but surely coaches um, popping up all over North America and South America. So we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> That's Um, awesome. (laughs) Yeah, but I, you know, I work out of my home in Los Angeles and I am a multi-passionate creative and so I also do beauty portrait photography, love photography. I love, you know what it is, it's not that I have like a passion for photography so much, is I have a passion for making women feel beautiful Mm -hmm. and I love that process of showing you know, just how truly beautiful people are. And plus, I love to play dress up. I love style. I love fashion. And so it makes perfect sense. Yes. You know, those things, like like taking gorgeous images of yourself is not separate for me from life coaching. You know, like it, it really is so similar. And it's 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 one of the things I kind of later in life, you know, I'm, I'm 48. And the first half of my career life was spent... Doing like retail, and and then I became a stylist, and just just hard, hard, hard work. Yeah, yeah. long hours. I was constantly sick, constantly like stressed out, and you know, just briefly, it it kind of came to a crescendo in my early thirties, where I said to myself, you know, I'm either going to. I had this like abdominal migraine situation where I would have these episodes of vomiting every. Six weeks, it was horrible, and I'd had it for over 20 years. I did not know it was a stress condition. Yeah, and I literally took the tablecloth and yanked it out from under my life and just sold everything and got rid of all my stuff and moved to Italy because I, in my mind, you know, my 31, 32, 33 year old mind it was a process. I was just like, if I'm gonna suffer like this in physical pain, I'm going to do it in the world's most beautiful place, yeah, and then. Wouldn't you know? As soon as I moved to Italy, mm-hmm. it went away. Oh, I've never I love your story. Another, I, I love story. Another abdominal migraine. Since.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's dive into this wonderful Facebook group that you've created it's called um, share your beauty okay so I'm sorry I'm just looking at my um, questions because this is my first time interviewing someone and I'm definitely reaching for the stars Awesome. (laughs) Um, so when I think about um, selfies um, it's almost like an egoistic thing to do so I remember, I'll tell you a story. So I remember we were, my husband and I were all invited to this uh, birthday party, right? And there was a lot of random people that, you know, because they're friends of friends, friends of friends, you know, as you do in birthday parties. And this girl, literally, everyone's sitting, having a conversation, and she just literally took her phone and starts taking photos of herself. And I'm cracking up in the corner going, oh my God. And so... (laughs) It's just the most ridiculous sight ever. And she's doing the duck face and everything. I'm like, oh, dear. Oh, dear, girl. (laughs) So what do you think about selfies?
1: That's a great question, Lynn. I mean, you know, clearly there's a difference between um, just, I know maybe she was feeling like socially awkward. Maybe she was just completely clueless. clueless. Who knows? But there's a difference between, um, you know, bad social timing and genuinely jumping into that conversation of sharing yourself in images. And so I think that, like, most women that I know don't like photos of themselves. No. They don't like to see themselves in photos, and they don't take selfies. And so as a result, I mean, I know selfies are, you know, the perception is that they are, Sort of an instant sort of documentation of the moment and it's sort of like a carefree expression of look at my awesome life and you know, (laughs) I'm so happy and everything. But like for most of us, our lives are not like that. And I'm not gonna lie, like I put makeup on for my selfies. I am not there yet where I take a no-makeup selfie in bed and go, Oh, just look up. Like (laughs) not who I am. And I'm personally, like, maybe one day I'll get there and I'll actually treasure that selfie where I am just no makeup and feeling easy. But yeah. for now, I I try to take a nice picture. Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, here's the thing, Lynn. Like, okay, I, I'll, I'll tell you another story about selfies. Okay. And this was actually before um, – before digital. So, flip phones were in, it was probably 2006, and it was right before I was about to move to Italy, literally. Like, I had just two suitcases, and I went to see my grandma, who was about, I think she was 84 at the time. And I was sitting there at the kitchen table with her, and I had my camera with me, and it was a digital camera, but it wasn't like a phone. We weren't there yet with the touchscreens. Yeah. And, um, I just looked at her and she was, she was telling me a story and I looked at her and I had this like intuition, this clear intuition that this was the last time I was ever going to see her alive. And I said to her, Grammy, let's go outside and take a photo. And she was so cute. Like she was like, okay. So we walked outside to underneath her tree. I held out the camera and we snapped three pictures, and I couldn't see them because I mean, actually, yeah, I guess I could, but it wasn't. It was different. The yeah. process was a little clunkier. And um, I, you know, we t- we put our heads together. I I took the photos. We finished our day. I moved, and I'm not even kidding. Three months later, she died, mm-hmm. and that was. It wasn't the last photo of her because. Somebody had snapped a photo of her laying in her hospital bed. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. the last photo of her and me together. Yeah. But it was also the last photo of her looking radiant mm-hmm. and alive and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so it's a treasure. And I think what, what I think the big thing for most women is that we don't exist in photos. Like, I, my dad died two years ago. There is not one single photo of me and him together, not one. Uh, and so it's like there's a there's a tendency to want to dismiss selfies as sort of like an instant, unprecious um, type of photo. But really, do we ever, when we go to the effort of taking a photo, it it, it doesn't have uh, like these are our, these are our moments captured. Maybe they're silly, maybe they're, um, you know, toss away, but I'll tell you what when somebody that you love moves away or leaves you or, um, you know, dies, it's like those become their, your personal history. Yeah. So, I mean, not to be too heavy about selfies, but really, like, we need to exist in photos Mm. for Mm. our families. And so, if, you know, I'm also a portrait photographer, so I I know the value of a beautiful photo of somebody because when you exist, you don't don't snap that selfie for you. You snap it for the people that love you. Mm -hmm. You sit for a portrait for people that love you. Mm-hmm. So your kids can look at you when, when you're in your sixties and they're in their thirties and they can look at you and go, my gosh, mom, you were beautiful. I mean, you're beautiful now, but look at you, Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's the importance of a selfie. That's the importance of a photo. So, yeah, it's not an egoistic thing. It's (laughs) it's, it's existing photos for the people that love you.
0: Absolutely, yes. I have like thousands of photos of my little daughter. (laughs) so yes it is like it's so important like I I love to see the progression of how she's growing up and that and that's and you know on a bad day I I just open up those photos and I just like it just lights my day absolutely
1: (laughs) yeah and you know what she feels the same way about you I know your daughter's a baby still but like those are those truly are precious and I think moms especially they forget it's all about taking pictures of their kid and and when you are you know 10 years on I don't know for sure, but you may look back at 10 years ago when you were, you know, a new mom, and you were just in those beginning stages of really getting to know your daughter and just that family system, and And what if there's no pictures of you? Good yes. day, bad day, nothing. Yes. And you're just like, God, I, I can't remember. Mm. But a photo is something that can bring you back to the moment instantly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Um, so with this group what was the purpose behind this group and did you know that it was going to be like life-changing because it was for me because the first time when I did it it was like wow this is this is really awkward at first but then I, I went through the feed of the of the Facebook group and it's just raw beauties like there's no superficialness about it it was just raw raw beauties and i love it so much you know just to see the actual women around the world sharing their beauty <laughs> literally um did you ever thought that you know that it would actually touch so much um or do so much or become the way it's become right now mm,
1: that's a great question um you know, okay, yes and no. Like, Mm. I didn't know the life that this group was going to take on. Yeah. You know, like, right out of the gate, people were sharing really vulnerable selfies. Like, I kind of thought it was going to be like, oh, this Um, is what I'm wearing today, and this is my favorite lipstick, but I didn't really realize that there is this real void in, like, people, women's lives to be seen, you know, and... I didn't know that people were going to be sharing photos of them without their hair. Like we have a couple of women, more than one, who mm-hmm. have alopecia, and they—they um, they, you know—they work with it and they look gorgeous. And then. Sometimes they share, you know, with hair, without whatever. And yeah. the hair especially like, is one of those things for women that is such um, a piece of our identity and a piece mm-hmm. of our confidence and sexuality. So to see women who struggle with um, hair loss share just vulnerably and completely, like you say, in that raw beauty. I mean, yes. I was honored by that. So, no, I didn't know that people were just going to, like, they needed so, de- so not desperately, but just they wanted to be seen. And one of the rules that I made was no negativity. And I really meant yeah. that more for your, from yourself. Like, because basically when someone posts a selfie, we are all genuinely like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Oh, my God. You know, and we know that we're so much more than just our looks. But, like, there's something really powerful about seeing an image of somebody and having other people just quickly validate you yeah. and say, Yeah, I see you. You look yeah. amazing. And, yeah. you know, and, and so the negativity rule that I put there was really just so you couldn't put up a photo and say, Oh, look at my ugly this or that. And, oh, you know, no, because the idea was that I wanted people to be able to get used to that that seeing themselves in all different ways. I mean, don't you don't you take a picture and you're you look at it and you're all, "Oh hell no, I would never mm. share."
0: All know? the time, all the time. <laughs> it's like taking yeah. 50 and I go, "Nah." <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but so so what's so interesting about that is that you see yourself in a different way than the rest of the world. Yeah. And we edit our our images you know, just like, And oftentimes, like, people care. I mean, I, I'm a photographer, so I can look at an image and go, oh, yes, that's the one. Like, I know a good image when I see it. But, but like, I also know that, you know, there's a comfort zone that we all are, you know, there's a way that we think of ourselves and we think of our image in the way we want to project to the world. And it's usually pretty specific.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so the idea was that I wanted people to just... If you want to, share images that you love of yourself. Mm -hmm. Hey, take 50. I don't care. Show the one that makes you feel the best. Yeah. There's no, there's, I don't know, there's no rules that say, like, no, we need to see the worst picture of you in order (laughs) to see the real you. (laughs) That's funny. But the other thing about that, Lynn, was that I kind of did know that it was special and, and important because... I have a really close friend that, she's become my close friend, but I, I've told you this before, she she was struggling with breast cancer, mm-hmm. and yes. it was I was a new photographer, It was like and a half years ago, and she, I had known her before, but we just weren't that close, and I knew that she was struggling with breast cancer, mm-hmm. and I called her, and, or Facebooked her or something, and I just said, hey, I don't know if you'd be up for this, but... I would love to take your picture. And she had no hair, no eyelashes, no eyebrows, nothing. And she was so, so sick and so frail. And she had a friend drive her over to my house. And she was feeling like literally her worst that she's ever felt in her life. But there was also this... um, just grit and strength and beauty about where she was at Mm -hmm. and so I just said you know what let's just play let's just see what happens and she had brought these pink boxing gloves with her and so we shot some images of her without her hair we shot with and without because she had a wig um and so we shot this image of her like wearing this nude colored dress that was body body hugging especially like her boobs Yeah, and she had these pink boxing gloves on no hair and um, you know she ended yeah. up surviving and now I've shot her gosh I mean three four times now mm-hmm. and I've been witness to this incredible transformation so not only is she a survivor and inspires other people yeah. but I've seen her um a, like connect with her own image mm-hmm. and so much so that the last time I shot her, um, she, we, we, we wanted to duplicate the shot cause she, she shared the, the image that I took of her with the pink gloves mm-hmm. with, um, uh, um, a website that supports women with cancer, like a pink ribbon type website. And the image went viral.
0: Mm-hmm. She was really
1: proud of that image. Mm-hmm. And um, so we wanted to recreate it. And we were in the moment recreating the shot. She had hair, you know, and she got so emotional mm-hmm. because it. she felt, she goes, you know what? Doing this exact same thing mm-hmm. in her body her body remembered mm. and, and she was like, you know, just had this wave of emotion and she's like, I didn't expect to be able to actually feel how far I've come. Mm. So now she looks at these images of herself, these portraits and she has these documentations of her personal transformation and it is just—I mean, it's a gift. Like, it's a gift for me. It's a gift for her. And I can see the importance of of connecting with how you look in images. Yeah. So that's just one story. But I mean, I've saw, I've shot. I have I have another friend, just really quick, like who is gorgeous actress, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: incredible looking. And even somebody like that, she was just like, you make me feel so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't see herself that way,
0: you know? It's funny how we are like that to ourselves. We're so mean to ourselves, aren't we? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's important to even, even, you know, selfies is just like sort of the perfect, like, approachable. Everybody has a phone, a camera on their phone. And just take photos. I don't even have, this is terrible. I do not have a nice picture. Of myself and my husband together, we have selfies, which is great. Not very many, mm-hmm. but we don't even have a wedding photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we have a snapshot that somebody took of us on our wedding day, but that's it. You know, so even somebody like me who knows the value and the importance of of images is—it's not lazy. It's just that you think that the time will come or another day will come mm-hmm. that you're going, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. It doesn't seem important until, man, you're looking through your wedding photos to see if you have a picture of, you know, you and your dad together or, yeah. and you don't, you know? So <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Yes. Well, funny you say about wedding photos. i um going a little off topic now. Um, I still – don't appreciate my wedding photos because it's only so recent because I got married like maybe three, four years ago. And oh, I don't really like how I look in my wedding photos. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. come on, why, why am I saying this? Why am I doing this? It's ridiculous. We just criticize yeah. ourselves so much and it's just must, it's so exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you said that
1: because you know, looking back on on those photos that ca- that capture the moment, like we're so critical, like you said, and and here you are going, oh, I don't like my hair, or my makeup, or whatever. Yeah. I don't like how my body looks, but like. Instead, we don't think, like, God, I remember that day. I remember how in love with my husband I was. I remember dancing with my dad. Mm -hmm. I remember feeling beautiful. Like, I want to switch to kind of caress the conversation into Mm -hmm. that, you know? Yes, yes. Get, get, go back, go into it one more layer down, go past the veneer mm. into the, and remember that moment, you know? And I'll tell you what, like, I look back, I, I posted a, an image in this, in the Share Your Beauty group of myself when I was literally 23 years old. So saw that. <laughs> yeah. And I remember that feeling, Lynn, where I was like, I thought I was fat. I thought I was ugly. Yeah, I mean, there's we all have these cognitive dis- distortions. And they and they're like a virus almost that takes over our thoughts and prevents us from really deeply connecting to our core, you know, like who who we are. And so part of it is the more you sort of desensitize yourself desensitize yourself and accept yourself in photos, Mm -hmm. you start to break down that relationship to just the veneer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was looking at that photo and just going, God, now I'm 48. This is 25 years later. And I'm looking at that young girl going, Oh my God, if I, I was beautiful. And (laughs) I could have felt that like just a small fraction of that at the Mm -hmm. time. My God, like, would my life have been mm-hmm. fuller or different? I mean, I guess I wouldn't go back and change anything, but, like, the time is now. Do You know, look at that photo of yourself and just go, okay, you know, I don't like my lipstick, you know, in my wedding
0: photo, but
1: I remember feeling mm-hmm. so overwhelmed with love for mm-hmm. everybody that was there supporting us through our marriage. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. So that goes um, to this question that I was going to ask. I, would like... Let me just read it word for word. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) So um, when we what we see on social media is um, when it comes to selfies, we seem to be fed with beautiful selfies, and we feel that our own beauty is invalid, right? So, can you've just elaborate on um, elaborate more about some practical tools that we could combat those negative feelings?
1: Okay, so there's kind of two two lists of practical tools for this. Okay. Because, um, you know, one number one, like it kind of goes back to just allow yourself to feel what you feel when you look at photos and you're like, oh, my God, I hate this photo. But allow it, you know, mm. like allow, accept yourself in this photo and go through that process of feeling the feelings, you know. Um, so there's kind of like a mental checklist of things that you could do. And then there's yeah. like... A way to actually look better in photos like some secret tips so I'll share those with you too I will drop the science <laughs> but, but just remember that like so mentally I guess just remember that you know you're documenting your life you're not necessarily you're doing it for you yes to form a deeper connection in relationship to your worth and your looks and the whole package but you're also doing it for people that love you and want to share your life and want to see you. So just keep that in mind, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it, you know, not to be cliche, but it is sort of bigger than you, you know, like you're going to get the girl, like 20 year old girls are kind of the duck face girls. Like and they're just learning how to, you know, they, you know what it is, Lynn? I, and I believe that they just feel so insecure mm-hmm. that they're sort of, that's meeting. kind of stage one of that you know yeah. what I mean, that's kind of how I see it but yeah. um, but you know what, it's like you, you'll treasure, if you can just fall into it just do it, take some photos, good, bad, whatever you don't have to share them on social media you can, you can take good, bad and just you know, and just remember that it's for the people that love you and so you can form a deeper relationship to yourself Okay, Okay. So, but to answer your question as far as the science goes, um, I do have a couple of tips if you want to hear those. Okay, please. Okay, so number one, Mm -hmm. and this is first and foremost, if possible, you want to face your light source head on. So, if you are in a room with a window, you're going to face the window. Because light that comes... Now, not direct sunlight, because that always looks crappy. But diffused light of any kind, you want to face your light source. And you will get this, like, glowy, even light. That's Mm -hmm. number one. Number Mm -hmm. two is there's a trick you can do where you put your chin forward and down. Okay. And what that does... Yep. So, what that does is... See, like when my chin is back, my eyes get small, mm-hmm. and then you kind of just have one neck. But when your chin is forward and down, your eyes get big, uh-huh. and it forms a jawline and it slims the face. If that's something that you're interested in doing, mm-hmm. so chin forward chin down. So, and then the eyes up. So that's number two. <laughs> number three, if you, you know if you're in kind of a body shot type thing situation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: facing the camera head on is. Um, always going to make you look sort of blocky, no yeah. matter how thin you are, you know, and if thin is your, is your jam, then what you're going to want to do is you turn a little bit to the side, mm-hmm. or anytime, anytime your um, body is on an angle, like you just pop a hip out or whatever, mm-hmm. but the key really is, and this is it, so regardless of how you're posing, if you cross your arms in front, not, not mm-hmm. like this, but like, so your elbows are kind of kissing, yeah. Anytime your elbows are more toward the center of your body, it's going to create like a faux uh, hourglass type yeah. look. Mm-hmm. And it's, yep, yeah, and it's going to slim the arms. So you never want to sandwich your arms like on top of your body. But if you can, like, here I'll show you. Mm-hmm. So if you can, like, uh, see how it's like there, you're like, oh, okay, that's a block. But if you can cross your arms, even like wrap one around and whatever, it's going to create right. that like eight. And um I promise you you will like the your, you know, you'll like, oh I look good,
0: you know? <laughs> love those tips. Thank you so much. Yes, I love <laughs> All right. So um what beautiful learnings do you think posing selfies in this group does or do or can do for someone?
1: Mm, that's a good question too. Okay, so you know what, I, I, I think that the biggest thing is by sharing your photo in the group, um, it's it's really just allowing you to connect to other women who maybe are also wanting to be seen. It's allowing you to make, uh, to be a little bit vulnerable in kind of a safe place, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the group is closed, it's not yeah. private, yeah. but it's closed, so you have to be, um, ex- you know, accepted by the, the admin or invited by a friend, so... Um, You know, it's a safe place to share images like that. And I think the bottom line is that people really do want to connect. And somehow sharing your face and sharing something that feels vulnerable is actually um, empowering. And so I would say the big learning is that women are amazing and, and strong and outside of like, you know momentary feelings of vulnerability over our looks Mm -hmm. the bottom line is that we we genuinely do like to be seen yeah and share ourselves with other
0: people Mm -hmm. yeah beautiful so for those women who would like to join this beautiful group um can you please let us know how do we get involved Okay, so you can either go to
1: um, my Facebook, which is Christine Roselle, and, um, you know, just message me and I'll add you, or you can go to Share Your Beauty, it's like Facebook.com Share Your Beauty group, I think it's Share Your Beauty group, Um, and join, and I'll add you, Um, if you know somebody in the group, they can add you, Mm so, um, yeah, so that's it.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Christine. That was, there was so much um, heartfelt um, stories you've just shared. So I thank you because you've always done that. You've always have some beautiful stories to tell and some inspiring stories to tell always. And I thank you for sharing that with me here. And yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Lynn. And thank you so much for
1: just I don't know, being you and being beautiful (laughs) and and having this discussion. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so honored and I just appreciate you so much. So thank you. Thank you, Christine.